Should have done yeah. what? Hey, everybody, welcome to Nexus at Night. Everything about this intro is not what it could have been because I could have recorded the conversation we just had. It's hilarious, I swear. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt, and I'm wondering if I should activate Prison Bird when I have my one grade three in my deck in my hand. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Rupier, and yes, because you should absolutely just slow play because judges won't call you on it. I mean, it's not like we're restricted to, like... In Yu-Gi-Oh, you like can't activate effects if you don't have targets. Mm-hmm. We're not or restricted you... to that in Vanguard. Well, like if you don't know you have targets, isn't it like a thing? If it's from deck, you can like search. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, Lightsworn get away with it. Like, let's say you had one Lightsworn monster in your deck. Yeah. You can activate Charge Life Brigade, and if you mill that, it's like, well, okay. At least I had one in my deck on like when you activated it. But if you mill that Lightsworn, you can no longer activate it by the rules. Like if you had already milled it or already yeah. drawn it or something. Uh-huh. It's so bad. Uh, like just let people activate it. Who cares? I I, I don't charge really charge light brigade your life away. I don't really know what to tell you. Look, the the we have a reason we're here, um, and <laughs> sure about that? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, apparently, if anyone uh, listens to our uh, bonus show uh, available for all patrons, patreon.com slash nexus at night, we we give us money. Yes, uh, we talked with. Uh, <laughs> Solemn Vanguard, uh, a little bit, uh, and we're going to go into the topic deeper today. Uh, uh, Was it Phantom Dragon Aeon? That's the name of the set? Oh, yeah, that sounds all right. Yeah. Also, we talked about that after the recording, so they probably... The four people oh. who actually listened to it probably didn't Wouldn't hear have it. have known that information. That's, oh, that's oh, I couldn't remember if that was on mic or off mic. Okay, so that's just from our private conversations that you'll see on the Nexus at Night documentary in 30 years when we're all old. It'll be fine. Um... Probably be 56, ew. Anyway, so, uh, Phantom Dragon Aeon, the set with, uh, the Tech Booster Clans, uh, Tachikaze, Spike Brothers, Mega Colony, and of course Shadow Paladin, uh, didn't sell too well. Um, nope. <laughs> the, the, one of the most, ex- the, one of the most expensive clans in the game came from a set where the rest of the VRs are like literally a dollar. Oh yeah, like they're absolutely atrocious. Yep. Like, uh, uh, what's think... his face? Gaia was a dollar on release? Yeah. And that goes down over time? Oh, think... is he lower than that now? I, I'm not sure. I, that's just typically what happens, right? Well, oh, for sure, for sure. Through the magic of the internet, I will check. But yeah, our friend Chris bought an entire Gaia deck for like 20... No, it was Nova. It was Rising Nova for like $20. Hey, good on him. Uh, as low as one dollar, market price is two thirty on TCG Player. Oh wow, went up. Wonder yeah. why. Ironically, his original version is like two dollars, and market price is three sixty. The original Gaia is more expensive. Than... <laughs> <laughs> hey, wonder why. God. Okay, so. Uh... But people will still try to justify this card. Oh, they sure will. I feel so bad. That that card has such cool art, and the original was so good, and just, ugh. Anywho, uh, what's the reason we're doing this again? Oh, uh, so the uh, the idea is that like, what, what's going on here? Like, why is this? Like, what is happening? Why why is this set so much worse than you know it has been? You know, like even like what what's been going on in Vanguard? What's what's been, what's been happening? What mistakes has Bushrod made? What's their reputation? What what are they doing right? What, like, what, what, what's, what, like, what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, let's go back to January 2020. 
uh, pre in the before times, if you will. The yeah. beginning of the end, if you will. Well, f- uh, the, the uh, before times ended at least for the U.S. in what mid March. Uh, how long was Riviera out in English before she was eroded? I don't think she was out in English before she got eroded. Interesting. So let's just pretty, say, pretty sure like, that I think it was a couple weeks. I think she was out yeah. for a couple weeks. <laughs> but either way, so you start there. You have this deck that just gets brutally murdered. And, you know, some other decks get, like, slapped. Uh, Tachikaze gets absolutely nuked. That kind of thing. Because uh, apparently Tachikaze is not allowed to play fun cards like Angerblader. He said which with is his fun one for copy of Angerblader that he draws every time. Well, I don't draw it every time. It's I actually, I need to figure out what the percentage chance of drawing this is. But it's better just to do tests rather than actually, like, try to math it out. Anyway, uh, it's actually less effort <laughs> okay. uh, to do, like, you know, 200 tests. Riviera was out for about a month or so before it got eroded. Ah, okay. So about a month. And then, you know, uh, some other stuff got, like, like, Narukami got lightly touched, but was still pretty good. And then we had, you know, we had some time of what? What what started happening after that? I suppose Uh, in Japan, Japan got, like, .x and Messiah fairly soon after that. Yeah, I think so. And then we were like, oh, oh man, these are, like, powerful force decks all of a sudden. And then, well, those didn't get hit. But then this Lugard guy came out, and he was, like, king of the Force decks. He was like, oh, well, let's, uh, we're, uh, you know, we're the strongest Force deck possible. We're really insane. We have a superior ride engine on day one. You know? Anything you could possibly want. People are opening the set like crazy. Because there are high, ra- high rarity cards in the set, right? That you people want. Like, the secrets and stuff. Yeah. yeah. People want those secrets for their sweet new Luard deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are uh, shops are buying up domains like crazy, because mm-hmm. you know domain staple four of in this deck. In basically every Shadow Paladin deck. Yeah, and then like a week later, Bushiro's like, you know, ban. Choice. Yep. Ban, but ban. Choice ban, basically banning out domain from play. We didn't know that at the time. To be fair, uh, we just knew that. One of the two were not playable. Uh, and uh, it would happen to be the main. So... You're a what, shop what, owner. For a shop owner who's just bought a whole bunch of domains, this is a really confidence killer. Yep. Because now you have a company, a card game company, who is just kind of banning cards when they feel like it. Which is really mm-hmm. bad precedent because it means... Like, so with expected ban lists, it's fine. Like, Magic always has ban list on this date, at least for the most part. Yu-Gi-Oh's uh, got that, too. It's every three times a year, right? Yu-Gi-Oh does it, but they're a little more vague about when exactly the ban list is. They just say it's around this time. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, we're having a ban list um, early next fall. When? Yeah, but, yeah, but like, you still have a general time frame right. of, like... And that's what Bushiroad has used to do. Mm-hmm. But with a lot of the things happening in Premium... They've become a little more hands-on, which is good and bad. It was good in some cases, bad in others, uh, in the reflexive standard, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we can agree that the Zazan case was probably good, right? Yeah. Like, it's good that they banned Zazan fairly quickly, or, like, you know, like, restricted Zazan fairly quickly. Yeah. And that, that card was just completely oppressive. Mm-hmm. Like, there was no, that card had no business even being printed. Yeah. Yeah. But, 
it was good that they quickly identified that that was a problem. Mm-hmm. However, Luard was also incredibly strong, and they wanted to have. They thought you know it was giving the same kind of reaction as Zazan, and it's fine that. So these kind of emergency band hits you have to use very sparingly. Mm-hmm. You can't just like slam them out. Like Yu-Gi-Oh has done some emergency bans over to- like over the years. They've done it like. Less than less than five, yeah. Like it's not yeah. happened every. When very they often. do it, it's like it's like really bad formats. Like a good mm-hmm. example was Pepe. Uh, you know, in twenty. What year was that? Twenty fourteen. I think so. Um, uh, twenty thirteen, somewhere in there. Uh, that this deck was just absolutely bonkers. Like this deck was better than full power Necros. Like, it was actually insane. And or full power Necros at the time. I'm not sure if Necros got any more support, nor do I care. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the idea is like this deck was just absolutely bonkers, and I have play tested that mirror tons of times. Like the deck is so good and has so like Pendulum was is a pretty messed up mechanic, but like this deck in particular was like really really consistent, really really strong, and had a lot of protection for like on its you know when when you pass to opponent's turn, and like. They were like, okay, okay, fine. Like, I'm, I'm, a friend of mine who I tested with played in one tournament, sold the deck at the event, and the deck was hit. Wait, seriously? <laughs> yeah, he got to play in one event with it. Good, good for him. I guess he got the got the so money. He, he's, he, he's played Yu-Gi-Oh for like a really long time. So anytime he's about to play in like a regional or something, he builds a deck for that event and sells it at the event every time. I kind of like his policy. I like his style. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, um, no, hold on to nothing. <laughs> Okay, so a solid I, plan. I, I I looked it up. There have only been uh, two, and I guess a half uh, banned, uh, like emergency ban list. In two thousand six, Cyberstein got emergency banned. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that makes sense. In two thousand eight, Dad returned. So uh, Dimension Fusion limited return. That was the, the first ban list, right? Uh, yeah, the, like the original ban list. That was like the first. I, okay. Yeah. Then Dad returned in two thousand and eight, which. Uh, like got rid of dimension fusion limited return from the different dimension and semi limited allure of darkness and then uh, temple of the kings was like it was forbidden in ocg and then like it was about to come out in tcg and they had to like quick ban it um <laughs> so I, I i don't really count that last one because it's like uh, oh we're finally gonna release it ban it like <laughs> mm-hmm. um but, but it's yeah. good that like it's better than what like dual masters did right and le- which is like let that like his busted card sit there forever uh-huh. And, and like, like basically, the the years that I played Yu-Gi-Oh, uh, from two thousand eight, so we Teledad up through in Zectors, Banlist came Zectors. out. I know, right? Fuck them. <laughs> um, they had Banlist April first and September first. That's the way it was at the time. They're like, it's coming up. I wonder what they're gonna hit. I wonder what they're gonna unhit. It was like this event that everyone was looking forward to. It's like. Not Christmas morning, but just this kind of thing where uh, it's a shared understanding that the the ground around you is going to shift, and you wonder what's in store. Um, meanwhile, you go bandless are wild. Yeah, well, because <laughs> sometimes they'll be like, okay, you you've been like off long enough, and the game has changed enough to where you're not broken anymore. You can come back every what's once up, in a while. Stratos? What? What's up, Stratos? Yeah. <laughs> There's that. There's like, uh, okay, 
I think this can come off, and then they'll like put it at one, and then it's still broken. They're like, okay, okay, put it back, put it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and they're fully willing to reban shit like constantly. Yeah, like yeah. or they'll unban stuff with erratas and make them unplayable. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if Ring of Destruction is still errata to be bad. I believe it is. Uh, or like I... the way they they errata like uh, Blackluster Soldier on at the end. Or like, or was it? Or was it Chaos Emperor Dragon they wrote it? I don't Chaos know. Emperor Dragon. Uh, uh, Black Luster oh, they, Soldier, they just brought back and it was fine. Like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then the Black Chaos Emperor Dragon, like, you can activate literally no other effects the same turn. And everyone's like... Okay. <laughs> Might as well just do, uh, what's it called? Evenly matched. Um. Uh-huh. I think they did the same thing to Sangan. Oh, oh yeah, it was like end phase, right? That was the the kicker. Oh, that's horrible! Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, Nexus at night, the Udo podcast. Uh... <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> but it, it matters, right? Because like, yeah. and then the, of course the last emergency band, like you're getting to, was Pepe, right? Mm-hmm. Where they hit like, um, uh, they hit one of the one of the um dragon pendulum guys. They hit wavering eyes banned forever. The or maybe dra- they're the Dragon Ruler stuff, yeah, it, it was just not a good time. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, Dragon Ruler was a previous panelist, but they hit they they like. Dra- I remember when all the Dragon Rulers were at three, and then they were like all of them are all of them are at one, <laughs> and then everyone's like, hmm, <laughs> I'll play one in every deck that I can, and they're like, actually get out of here. <laughs> well, cause, yeah, that's an, that's another like kind of genre of ban. They'll like limit something, and it will still be broken. And they're like, all right, we got to step in again. Um, yep. And, like, Bouchera does this thing where they're, they'll, like, deal with something, and they're tempted to kind of cross it off their mental checklist and not come back to it again, whether or not it continues to be a problem. Yeah. yeah or, like, only only they'll do it after, like, proves to be a problem for a really, like, long period of time, like Seven Seas, where they just mm-hmm. kept banning, like, the wrong card. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, that's at least something that they were willing to deal with, but that's because it was kind of, like... Uh, it was threatening to the the way they wanted the game to be played. Mm-hmm. We're like, we yeah. want you to stride. And they're like, I'm just not going to do that. And they're like, okay, we'll hit this thing. And they're like, well, we can still do it. All right, we'll what come really, back and hit this thing, you know. What really confuses me about um, about the way uh, Bushiroad is their ban list is that they'll, like, ban some stuff preemptively. Yeah. And then not touch things that are, like, a problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like... When Chiara started in Japan, mm-hmm. they preemptively banned Laurel. Hmm. And like we saw, like in the West, we had Laurel. We still had Laurel at at four. <clears throat> and like Laurel was like in some strong decks, but it was never like busted. Speak like, for, your, I think, speak for well, yourself, fucking. Uh... I do think the Sinbuster, the Breakride Sinbuster deck was like really, really strong. Mm-hmm. But it was also like lasted like a month. Yeah. And like. When G guards came out, it lost a lot of steam, mm-hmm. and like ultimately, like it wasn't. Even, it was like a good deck, but it wasn't like the only good deck at the time, mm-hmm. and like didn't even have a high percentage play rate at all. And like Aqua Force came out and memed at Worlds anyway, right? So <laughs> yeah, like it wasn't even like that big a deal. And then like, but like that card was like not as oppressive as like some of the things that ended up getting banned later in G era, like Refros. Well, Refros got banned not so much due to brokenness, but due to time wasted. I mean, it's both, right? Well, that the, card was specifically both. The brokenness felt like an afterthought, I think. I think it was 
like they specifically stated in the ban list, this takes forever to do. We're putting in at one. Maybe, maybe not worded like that, but <laughs> but you know, it felt like the sentiment behind that was they were more concerned with time than power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Bushiroad has this really weird habit of these backhanded solutions that don't really solve the problem. So like, their solution to ripples was sea breeze, and then immediately the next thing was seven seas, which was on grade one. So sea breeze didn't factor into that and it's like yeah well because they were reluctant to hit cards at all at first mm-hmm. um and then i think slowly over time they've gotten more comfortable with it to yeah. the point where i think part of that is just they originally marketed the game as being this very casual thing but then as it goes, it just becomes more com- and more competitive as time goes on and more people get into it. Yeah. Well, well the- before I fr- before we get too much off track, I just want to, you know, because we're like kind of off track of the point I wanted to make originally, mm-hmm. which is that each time you do an emergency ban list, it has a cost on the confidence of people wanting to carry your game. Mm. Like, like Yu-Gi-Oh! Ban lists are super wild. Like, people just like, ho- like hold, like, already like price spike cards before ban lists just in case they get unbanned mm-hmm. people are like not willing to buy cards that they think might get banned you know like it's completely wild right mm-hmm. so like it's pretty vendors already have like a, like vendors dealing in Yu-Gi-Oh are have a really hard job for sure just cause like there are lots of like minor things that you can't really predict cause Konami Konami's Konami uh, yeah, but like each of those emergency bans, do, like if they had an re- emergency ban recently, like if it wasn't you know like seven years ago or whatever, people would think about that. People would be like, "Man, what if they do that again?" I mean, the the whole Pepe thing. Uh, like, I remember at that point I was looking at getting back into Udio again, and then I saw that and I was like, "Uh, no, pass." Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, um, yeah, and. You know, like Andre and everyone at you know at, at UCR were basically like, happens, <laughs> like this is like really messed up. But that deck is actually busted because there was a turn. There was what a YCS Atlanta where like twenty seven of the top thirty two were all this deck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just like yeah, something needs to be done. Yeah. So, so yeah, so there, there was that. Um, but like, but like each so this the main hit. In addition to the previous ban list that we've recently had, so, you know, Riviera being out for a very limited time frame, mm-hmm. um, you know, hits later at, um, you know, like Zazan, you know, existing, uh, hits later. And then this Luard situation hurts a lot of confidence, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, we have this overdress thing on the horizon that we don't know anything about. <laughs> and, that that yeah. I think we're accidentally teasing as time goes on. No, we don't even. I don't, we don't know. That's the thing. Right? Well, no, well, no. So uh, I, I've, I, I, I pay attention to the Facebook groups for Vanguard, like Vanguardians North America, Europe, all that yeah, but stuff. They also, don't know. They're all just spouting nonsense. Well, no. I, I've seen a couple of things where people have been like, "Yeah, so I, I think there might like people might know what's going on." Like Nexus at night keeps teasing it. I was like, "Uh, no, not no, on like purpose." We don't. We don't know. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. you can think we know what's going on, but every time Atlas says, oh, I bet it's this, he doesn't know. He's just guessing. 
Like, he just, like, I think it's this. He, but, like, uh, he just summed me up forever. That's, uh... Like, <laughs> like, yeah. like, nobody knows what's going on with Overdress. And that's part of mm -hmm. the, that's part of the fear, right? Is that we don't know. So there's this uncertainty in the future, you know, with what mm -hmm. Overdress is, where we haven't really been told anything about it, and it's just like, well, here's a bunch of new stuff before it comes out, though. Like, here's a Bermuda set, here's a Bang Dream set. Like, <laughs> but what is, what is this thing that we're waiting, what is this yeah. thing that we're supposed to be waiting for exactly? And, and how does it influence these cards that you're printing now? Yeah. Like, so there's that, and then, you know, there's this situation where, you know, you've just banned the best deck, the only good deck out of a set. Mm-hmm. So, what's left in this set that people care about? Like, Luard still, was still good. Like, Luard was still the Bidoof after the hit. Mm -hmm. Or is it still the best deck in format after the hit? I should say that I'm gonna sometimes I say Bidoof when I mean best deck in format because B D I F, but yeah. it, Bidoof, Bidoof like the Pokemon. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, great. Root beer. He, he, he kept cutting you off. What were you gonna say? Oh, sorry. And then I guess another thing is that this is all taking place in the context that this format we're talking about right now came as the consequence of a reboot of the entire game, because right. the last time the game got this bad. They, it, it was in anticipation of them pressing the reset button, so that is another fear we have with Overdress, is, oh god, this is another reboot already. So, prior to G-Era, they didn't do... Did they ever do an emergency ban prior to V-Era? I don't think they did. Prior to V-Era? Uh, no, I don't think they did. I remember people wanting it uh, during yeah. Oh, yeah, Timely. Oh, yeah, but... about everything in G-Era. Not just about Timely, but about, like, uh, Shadow Paladin and... Mm -hmm. Angel Other Feather. Yeah, Angel Fe well, yeah, Angel Feather was one that was kind of worth complaining about, because, man, that deck was annoying. Mm -hmm. I really mm -hmm. like when my opponent takes 40 minutes during my guard step. Um, yeah. Or, uh... We already brought it up, but people were definitely complaining about seven C's for like the three ban lists where they got it wrong. And Aquaforce, those mm -hmm. in in Renee's lane card too, but that's a different problem. Yeah, but, but, uh, but that it... was right before the reboot, so I think we had less time to be angry about that. But so you have the reboot, which basically killed the value of a lot of old cards. Mm -hmm. You have um, several emergency ban lists in Viera. Like years in, and then we have this thing on the horizon that could, you know, could be, could be, could be a reboot. As Atlas keeps saying, could be just another like weird order stride esque thing. Mm -hmm. Could be lots of things. We don't know what it is. Wait, so have um, I been officially saddled with like I'm the guy who's prophesizing? Overdress? I mean, you're the one who keeps saying it, and I. And every time you say it, I'm like, we don't know that. <laughs> And apparently, what people get is what you say, not what I say. Too late. It's a <laughs> meme. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so hard. The uh, okay, so it's this thing where um, near the end of G era, the the game got to like such a wackety schmackety uh, level of power creep, and Bermuda especially being the the uh, the bellwether of the rapture that was uh, V series that was the the end of the world and mm. people are like remember that uh, era so vividly in such a negative way that no one had or like gave premium a chance after time had passed so now we're 
in V series and like the power creep is starting to get crazy where like every new set is a new deck and you gotta buy it or you fucking suck. Like it, it becomes that. Uh and now there's a new Bermuda set coming out and I think people are starting to like based on previous precedent are like, Well, shit, is that what overdress is gonna be? What is overdress? Is that coming? Yeah, I don't know. Do they know things? Yeah. Let's find out. Um, oh yeah, I, I mean, I definitely don't know things. <laughs> I wish I did. Uh, it could be very handy right now, but no, I actually know nothing. But like, I don't know, man. But like, when you kill the only good deck out of a set, what the, what's the point of buying the set? We know that Gold Paladin's on the horizon. We know, like, if anyone wants to play, they can just like wait for. Not like there are any events, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, what are you buying this Luard? Like, people would buy Luard because it's Luard, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much the people who are buying Luark. But, like, that set pretty pretty much sucks. Like, we know it's going to be outdated. We know it's going to be, quote, outclassed. I don't think it's actually outclassed by Gurgut. I think they're... I, 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 a lot of people tell me they're close. That's good. Uh, mm-hmm. But Gurgut's new and fancy, so people like playing that one. Yeah. Also, uh, Percival's pretty fucked up, so... <laughs> now, yeah. I I see a lot of people saying, like, oh, new ban list. They should, they should hit Gurgut. And I'm like, okay... Aside, like, just came out. Right? Setting That's aside the problem. fact that the it's COVID times and we're we have less like tournaments to rely on results from. Gurgit just came out. Like we did the set review what two weeks ago, something like that. Yeah, it's not even out in English yet. It's not even out yeah. in English, and people want it hit already. They and sure do. That's become this atrophied muscle from like how ban list happy. Boucher yeah, it's like just ban everything mm-hmm. easy. No problem. Yeah. Um, I, d- I don't think people think about it from the business perspective, though. They just kind of think about how it feels playing the game itself. I certainly don't. It, it's something I keep having to, mm-hmm. like, remind myself to do because we're yeah. talking heads and that's something we have to consider. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think another thing that's compounding this confidence issue is, like, the set after Luard also wasn't all that great. And so people probably weren't buying it. In addition to COVID, no one's going to the shops in the first place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I keep uh, thinking of like parallels to the Great Depression, right? No one has confidence in the economy. Stock market crashed. No one like wants to invest in anything. So the way that we got out of that, mostly from because of World War II, but like the ramp up to that was. FDR started investing in American infrastructure and started printing more money to inflate the currency because, like, the currency was deflating. Now, I'm no economic expert. Um, I'm not really sure what the card game equivalent would be, but I think Boucher has got to, like, fucking get their shit together if they uh, want confidence in uh, their game to come back. Because, like, Fan- uh, Phantom Aeon is basically Black Thursday for for sets. Mm. Um, and I've brought I've brought this up a lot in regards to a lot of different things, but also one of the massive problems is releasing a set every goddamn month. Cards lose value so fast; it's hard to have. I think that's another thing that's just hurting confidence in the product. Cause it's like, well, this set's gonna roll over in like a month. Will I even have time to sell all these packs and stuff before? the next hot thing comes out and just makes all of the cards in this current set worthless. And, you know, especially if the set itself is pretty bad, too. 
I think it like <clears throat> Bushra if Bushra like would just wait a goddamn second, that would be beneficial to themselves, not just in terms of like confidence in their game coming back, because let's mm-hmm. face it, their goal is to make money. Uh, I think it would like they don't have to waste so much time and resources trying to come up with these sets so quickly. They can spend more time researching and making sure that the product is a worthwhile buy. Um, instead of being like, okay, we gotta, we, we, we gotta, we gotta get Pale Moon stuff out next month. Oh my god, we, we, we gotta figure this out. Let's go, let's go. End of stage, right? And damn it, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the hurt is still there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Perhaps the new clan boosters might be a thing where if they maybe just scale things, if they release supports for like more clans at a time and then just had bigger gaps between those kinds of sets that could be something yeah i think that's good um the the sets where it's like what half the clans the first time and then the second half the second time yeah so the sets back to back and then maybe have a month break and release another one in that same format, where you're just supporting all the clans in one go every few months. Yeah. Now, granted, these are all, like, new new bosses and support cards, so it's, like, mm-hmm. reinventing the wheel every single time. But I think if they, yeah. like... But, you know, they could also, sk- they could also like, adjust that. Like, just release more main deck cards that aren't just grade 3 bosses. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! does this pretty well, where, where they'll be, like, they'll throw like a random old-ass archetype of support, you know, a support card or some support cards every now and again. Like, they're supporting ice barriers for the first time in, like, what, ten years? <laughs> like, ice ice barriers sucked. They were never good, except for, like, Bryonic and Trishula. And that wasn't because they were ice barriers. It was because the effect was good. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, like, because they're doing that by just, like, padding the infrastructure instead of trying to be like, okay, we need to... Uh, we did Leopold, then we have to make Isabel from scratch, then we have to make Big Belly, because it's time to do all the, you know, the G-era uh, stride guys as grade 3s now, but we also have to support Isabel again. It just, uh infuriating. Yeah, like, how many archetypes have we seen for Bibina already? <laughs> a ask, lot. Ask Fishboy, where are we at? <laughs> yeah, well, so we have budget knockoff duos we have support for all of the old cards and i'm pretty sure when they say support they're probably going to release the one card we've seen for each of those archetypes and call it a day they reintroduce prisms and again based on the size of the set it's probably just going to be those three cards and then they call it a day okay so we're at like what uh two or more like, well, two new archetypes, three old archetypes that are literally one card so far. Yeah. Um, but they also said they're going to be doing, like, Highlander and Melody stuff, so that's two more. So we're at four? Mm-hmm. Jesus. Great. Um, so many. And, like, people, like, associate Bermuda with, like, the end of days. At least I do. Um... Because like it's the it's the last thing in the in the game before like something rolls over like a big paradigm mm-hmm. shift that happened with uh, with Legion era too right it was the last 
or was that the shadows uh, extra booster? Did I get that wrong? Uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it was like Shadows Genesis, right? I feel like Legionnaire ended with like the leaders. Oh yeah, I guess that's Sanglicher, and a bunch of PR legions. Yeah. Oh, the PR like, legions. Bermuda didn't really have anything for Legion format, I don't think. I thought they got like duos. A... Uh, did they? Did they get it first or last though? Because I wasn't around for that. Uh, I, I think that one was like weirdly in the middle because because Le uh, Legionnaire got it cut off really early. It did. Yeah. Because they crammed everything together into this weird like gargle mesh of uh, the two sets, and they're like, oh whatever, let's just get this shit over with. I I, I want I want an extra deck now. <laughs> mm. um, oh yeah, that was something I forgot to mention when you we were saying like when the game first came out, it was like more ca they advertised it as more casual. And, like, that's kind of baked into the game where you have a, uh, like, your, everything is played with the deck itself, like, your damage and everything, versus, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! or Magic, you're, like, keeping track of life points, or you have, like, a pen and paper, um, or dice, and in Vanguard, like, every little thing that expands from the deck has been, like, something they're reluctant to do at first, and then slowly, but surely... They add more stuff to it, like, okay, fine, we'll give you an extra deck. You know? Don't okay. Call me Shirley. You, you, <laughs> I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. It's the first oh, yeah, movie my girlfriend and I watched together. It's a great movie. That movie's great. That movie mm -hmm. is great. If you, if, like, you know what? Stop listening to us and go, go watch Airplane again. I think it's classic. <laughs> <laughs> so, a real bad day to stop sniffing glue. <laughs> Anyway, um, but, uh, slowly but surely, blah, 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 uh, we'll give you an extra deck, we'll give you markers, and then they start, like, giving everybody a kind of marker. You got cradle yep. markers now, you got the, the present markers or whatever those were? Yep. Oh, God, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the roundup is on our patreon.com slash nexus at night, moving on. Uh, <sighs> so... I don't know how far they're willing to expand with that. It, it, I think it gives them space in card design, but uh, you can't design they also cards. They have like spell cards in the form of orders, most of which are useless except for one or two that you had to play. Yeah, and then one that makes every clan grand blue for some reason. <laughs> it's fine. Um, yeah, I you can't design cards if your game's dead, though. So uh, yeah. <laughs> And uh, I, I, I know there's lots of memes about, like, oh, Vanguard's dying. I don't think it's going to die. I think it, it will if they keep doing sh If they keep this shit up, they uh, they they got to get their act together. They they have uh, hired, like, a testing team mm -hmm. again, which is good. Unfortunately, it kicks in after this Bermuda set. Um. Yeah. So... But yeah, I just want Bushi Road to slow down. That's really my desire here is slow down. Take like an extra month or two between sets. Yeah, especially because like, it's quarantine. Everything is going to seem like a year anyway. Just like, we're not going to notice the difference. Um, yeah, everything should slow down. More defensive card design. More time between sets. Uh, maybe slow down on the power creep a little bit. Um, yeah. Now, I know that it's a little irresponsible to be like, oh my god, the, they're gonna, you know, fuck shit up if they don't get their act together, because we're telling this to an audience of hundreds. I'm gonna say thousands, but I know it's not. 
Um, <laughs> love you guys. Uh, like, what is a reason to stick around? Like, there are reasons. Don't I mean, work. the reason is like you like you know you like. Cause, I mean, there's there's things to like about Vanguard, right? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. not just like completely off the rails. Yeah, right? like people like the people like how they are. People like lots of things about it. I just, like uh, I like how the game is played in premium, and I know that like it's the Wild West, but it's the fun kind of Wild West. It's not like this one bandit gang roaming the wasteland killing everybody. It's like there's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think if you embrace the chaos a little bit in premium, it's really worth your time. Please, somebody play me in premium. <laughs> What's that? What's premium? Mm. I don't know. You tell me, Mr. Draws Blader every time. What is premium? Oh, I can play that card in premium. At four, <laughs> so I don't need to worry about drawing it every time. <laughs> oh, yeah, because like, when, when I sent it to you, it was I made the deck pre-ban list, so it was, it was just all in there, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> I had to like randomly pick up two more Savage Troopers just so I can play four of them in the uh, new deck. Oh. But that's not a you problem. That's a me problem. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anything else we want to add to this before we uh, wrap it up? Uh, no, I think I said mostly what I want to say. Like, you know, like there are reasons to play. You know, play play for your reasons. But like, I think this set was just—it's uh, really kind of the shitstorm of uh, lack of confidence, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then I guess we'll see what the band list in a week has to say. If Bushi Road has thought about this at all, or if they're just gonna salt the earth again and make people leave the game. I hope not. Um, I'm not gonna call. This isn't a uh, the bellwether of the apocalypse. It's uh, the game shat its pants. Mm-hmm. It's not a good situation, but you can clean yourself up, go to the gap, get a new pair of jeans, and move on with your life. Anyway, I. Uh, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, where, can, where can people find you guys? You can find me on Twitter at Wiggums, 2Gs, 2Gs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Find me at Atlas Novak, uh, Twitter, Instagram, or find uh, us at Nexus at Night. Um, or if you want to help support the show, you can uh, uh, go to patreon.com slash Nexus at Night, and uh, you get... If, if you donate a dollar, you get weekly roundups and uh, deck profiles. If you donate five dollars or more, you get a whole ass other bonus show featuring the three of us and other random guests that we've had on there, like Solemn Vanguard has been on there. Dang. Uh, if, uh, if you donate ten dollars or more, you get thanked on the show. Thanks to uh, Darren and Cole for uh, being the ten dollars supporters. You guys Plus. are the best. What? <laughs> because you, you, you allow us to pay our hosting fees and... Uh, Eventually, buy a microphone or something, because so far... Uh, I oh, think my bad. I, I, I was actually looking at them today. Really? I was. Oh, good on you. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, oh, and the, I, I have another show called uh, Bad Reading. Uh, we read fan fiction to uh, comedians and make fun of it. This week, uh, God, I, I haven't actually picked it yet, so to be continued. Until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And have a good night, everybody. Thank you.